learning daf tezayin amid beis, and we're picking up at the bottom of tezayin amid aleph, the second to last line at the end. The pasuk here is referring to Yosef Atzadik when he sent his brothers back to bring Yaakov Avinu to Mitzrayim. He sent them off with gifts. The kulam nas and to all of them he gave leish to each one of them chalifos smalos, uh, a change, an outfit of uh, of dress, in other words, a pair of clothing. Lubinyamin. Nasan Khamesh Khalifos. And to Binyamin he gave five outfits. So the Gemara's troubled, how could this be? After is it possible? Davashinit Tzadik. This thing that the Tzadik Yaakov Avinu was caused great pain by. Yikashal Bo, Yosef should be nichin the same thing, meaning is it possible that Yosef would make the same mistake as his father? What's he referring to? What mistake did Yaakov make? Because of the weight of two slime, two coins worth of fine wool, that Yaakov gave to Yosef more than the other brothers. Yaakov made for Yosef and that beged that Yosef received generated such jealousy from his brothers. And because of that, things began to spiral. And because of that, our fathers went down to Mitzrayim. Amr Rabbi Binyamin Bar Yafes, Rabbi Binyamin Yafes answers, Remez Ramazlo. Yosef wasn't Stam giving extra, wasn't Stam favoring Binyamin. He was hinting him a, a Remez. Sha'asid ben Latis Mimenu, that a son is destined to come from him. Sha'yatim Lifniamelech, who will go out from before the king Achishverosh, meaning he's referring to Mordechai, who will go out from Achishverosh, Bechamisha Levushi Malchus, wearing five garments of Malchus. Like the Pasuk says, Shanemar, Umordechai Yatsa. Mordechai went out with Levush Malchus, with garments of the Malchus, Tcheles. One was Tcheles, Vechur. One was Chur, Vatera Zav Gedola. Had a great golden crown, with Tachich Butz, and some cloak of, uh, of linen, Vargon, and a fine purple wool. Yerir Shushan, Sahalavasamecha. So, the simple pshat in the Gemara is, since everyone understood that Yosef was giving this Ramesh to Binyamin, so it didn't generate just, uh, jealousy. Some say that the five the garden that he gave to Binyamin were worth the same as the one beggar that he gave to the other brothers. Alright. The Pasuk goes on to say, It says there that when Yosef parted with his brothers, so he fell on the neck of Binyamin's brother. So we have the gear, so how many necks do Binyamin have? Savari is a plural. So it seems like he fell on Binyamin's two necks. Some take out that line. But in any event, what was he crying about? And if it's two necks, so what are the two things he's crying about? He was crying over the two bati mikdash that are going to be in the chaylik of Binyamin. What's he crying about? They're going to be destroyed. Binyamin cried on Yosef's shoulder. What was he crying about? He was crying over the Mishkan of Shiloh. That's going to be in the portion of Yosef. And that will too be destroyed. The Pasuk goes on to say, Yosef tells his brothers, And behold, your eyes see, and the eyes of my brother Binyamin see. Why didn't he just say, All your eyes see? Why is he separating the ten brothers from Binyamin? Amr Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar explains, Amr Lehem, Yosef was telling them, Keshem she'en believe al Binyamin, the same way I have no ill feelings in my heart towards Binyamin, Achi, my brother, because he wasn't involved in my sale. So too I have no ill feelings in my heart towards you. Even though you sold me, don't worry. Yeah, Yosef was trying to calm his brothers. And then he went on to say, It is my mouth that is speaking to you. What does he mean when he says, 
What he means to say is, kifi, kipi is like, he said, kifi, like the words in my mouth, kain libi, that's what I'm feeling in my heart. Meaning he's telling them, believe me, what I'm telling you, that's what I'm feeling. I'm telling you that I have no ill feelings, and it's true. Sometimes people speak, and it's called, they're feeling one thing in their heart, and they're saying something else with their mouth. And Yosef said, no, kifi, kifi, just like the words that I'm saying with my mouth, that's the way I really feel in my heart. I have no ill feelings towards you. And then he sent gifts to his father with his brothers, Ulu Avi, and to his father, Shalach Kazos, he sent the following gift. Asara Chamorim, ten donkeys, no simituv mitzayim, carrying from the best of mitzayim. My mituv mitzayim. What does it mean from the best of mitzayim? Amr Rabbi Binyamin, Rayafas, Amr Rabbi Lazar, Shalach Loyayin Yashin. He sent him old aged wine. Shadaz Zakeinim no Chaimenu. That's something that old people particularly enjoy. The Mashah explains that wine uh, warms up old people, old people tend to be cold, and wine warms them up. And then the Bible says, And Yosef's brothers also went and fell before him, they bowed down to him. This is like what people say, The fox in his time bowed down to him. The Sefer Benayahu says, it is referring to uh, to a Marshal Shualim, if you want to base up fables, that, uh, that there was a day, there's a time when the fox is uh, is acting as the melech, as the king of the animal kingdom, and even the lion bows down to the fox. And that's what they say, here it was Yosef today, and the brothers bowed down. Now the Gemara is troubled. Tala, Yosef is a fox compared to his brothers. What is his less, why is he any less? And the brothers are all the same. Why would we consider this the line bowing down to the fox? If it was said, this is what was said. It was referring not to the brothers bowing down to Yosef, it was referring to Yaakov Avinu bowing down to Yosef. It says in the Passoque, when Yosef went to visit Yaakov Avinu, it says that Yisrael Yaakov bowed down towards the top of the bed, meaning towards Yosef. The fox in his time, on his day, even the lion bows down to him. Yosef comforted his brothers and he spoke to their hearts. What does it mean he spoke to their hearts? He told them words that are they can be accepted. They make sense. What did he tell them? If ten candles, you, he compared his brothers to ten candles, if ten candles were not able to extinguish one candle, Ten flames couldn't extinguish one flame. Nerechad could one flame. Mi Yosef. How could it be able to extinguish ten neiros? You don't have to worry. If the ten of you weren't able to to get rid of me, I certainly wouldn't be able to get rid of you. The pasuk goes on to say that Yehudi Ma'isa Ora v'Simcha v'Sasan v'Yikar. Klaisel had Ora, Simcha, Sasan, and Yikar. What are these four things? Amr of Yehuda Ora's Torah. They had Torah. Like it says, also, Kiner Mitzvah, the Ner represents the Mitzvah of the Torah, or in the Torah is represented by R. And Rashi explains that Haman was Goza, that Klaistra was not allowed to learn, and after he was executed, they were once again allowed to learn, they had the Torah back. And it says Simcha, it's a Yamtiv, that's the Yamtiv. They're in Kabbalah himself, Purimaz, a kind of a Yamtiv. Like it says also, Simcha is associated with Chag with Yamtiv. Sasan Zumila is referring to the Mitzvah of Mila. Where do we find this? I rejoice over your Imrasecha. Now Rashi says that David Melech is saying over here that I rejoice over the mitzvah of Mila. Why is the Mila called Imrasecha? Because it says, as opposed to usually most mitzvahs are Vaidabra Hashem Moshe. 
And where do we find David Melech rejoicing? The Zemais of David Melech was in the base of Merchatz, and he was completely bereft of everything, no tefillin, no tzitzis, but then he realized he had the Bishmila, and he was happy. And that's Tzas Anochi Elim Rasecha. V'yakari, and Yakari is referring to the tefillin. V'chenu Omer, v'ra'u kol people will see, people of the world, the nations of the world will see, Kishem Hashem Nikolecha, that the name of Hashem is called upon you, v'yarum imecha, and they will fear you. What's this referring to? V'tanya, v'yazra gadol omer, elos v'lin shabiros, these are the tefillin that we wear on our heads. So Nikra is like Yakar, so Yakar refers to the tefillin. So again, Haman was gozer not to do brismila, he was gozer not to wear tefillin, and after this, after his execution, they had their tefillin back, they were able to be mekayim brismila, and that's the pshat in his pasuk. Now the pasuk goes on to list the ten bnei Haman, v'es parshan dasa, until aseres bnei Haman. So Amr of Adam in Yafo, Rav Adam from Yafo says, Aseris bin Yaman Vaseris, all of the ten sons of Haman, and the word Aseris, Sarah Minu, you have to say them all bin Ashima Achas in one breath. When we're reading the Megillah, we say all these words in one breath. What's the idea? My time, what's the reason? Because Kulu, because all the ten sons of Haman, Bahadiadadi Nafkunish Musayu, at the exact same moment the Nishamas left their bodies. So to commemorate this, to remember this, we say the Aseris bin Yaman in one breath. Am Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan also said, Vav de Vayizasa, the Vav in the name Vayizasa, that was one of the ten sons of Haman, the Vav in his name, it has to be stretched out long, Kimoradi de Larvos, like Kimoradi de Larvos, that's a stick that they would use in that river to push the ships away from the from the shore, from the rocks, from getting stuck. So it was a long stick. So the Vav of Vayizasa has to be long like that stick. Others say it has to do with the way that you pronounce the Vav you know, you should draw out the pronunciation of the, the Rav. But what's the idea? My time. But because Kulu, because all the ten sons of Haman, Bechad, Zakifa, Izakifa, they were all hanged on one tall vault. Amr Rabbi Chanina Bar Papa, Darash Rabbi Shila, Yishkvartan from Kvartan Rasa, Darshans. Kol Ashiras Kulan, all Shiras in the Torah. We have the Shira of Azyashir, we have the Shira of Devorah, all Shiras, are written Ariach al Gabi Levena and Levena al Gabi Ariach. Rashi says that means if you look at the way the Shira is written in the Torah, you have some writing and then it's a base and then writing again. And on one line there's two spaces and and three parts where there's writing, and another line you have one part where there's writing and two spaces on either side. And Rashi says that the space is always greater than the uh, than the writing. So the writing is considered the Ariach, the half brick, and the space is considered the levena, the whole brick. Others say the more writing is the whole brick, and the less writing is the half brick. And the way that the writing is arranged, you have three sections, and then two sections, and then three sections, and two sections, three sections, and two sections. It's kind of staggered like a brick wall. You stagger the, the placement of the bricks. So that's how the Shira is written. So the Gemara says, why is it written like that? Well, it's written like that in these places, Chutz Mishira Zu, except for the Shira here, he's referring to the writing of the Aseris B'nei Haman, U and Zefi Yeshua, when it writes the different Malachi Kanan, those, how are those written? Shariach Agabi, Ariach Levena, those are written, one short word on top of another short word, and the Levena, the long word, the long space is on top, meaning to say there's two columns, there's actually three columns, one column of the names, one column of space, and one column of the word V'es. That's how it's written in the Megillah. And that's how it's written in, say, for Yeshua, the names. And what's the idea? My taima. So what's the reason why 
in those series, it's a riach, agav yirach, and levena, agav yirlevena, there shouldn't be a getting up after they fall, meaning we're setting up these malachim, or the sons of Haman, in a tall column, and of course, they'll just uh, tip over and fall, never to get up again. As opposed to the shira, there it's arranged, staggered, the way you build some brick wall, where there's a very firm support for everything, and everything holds itself up. The Jews killed, and the Pasuk goes on to say how many people they killed, and also the Aserahs B'ni Haman. How about in other, in other places? What did they do? And then, Achishverah says to Esther, And what do you want more? It will be given to you. What more do you want? And it will be done. So the Pasuk initially sounded like Achishverah is angry. And he's saying to Esther, do you realize what happened? Do you realize how much blood was spilled? And then in the conclusion of the Pasuk, he says, and what more do you want? Who else do you want to be killed? And your wish will be granted. So what happened over here? So Amar, Rabbi Yavol explains, He slapped him across the face. He shut him up. Yes, Achishverish was beginning to talk that way, and the Malach straightened him out, and he said, don't talk that way to Esther. And then the Apostle goes on to say, and it's referring to Esther, when she, Esther, came before the Melech, Amar, he said, he said that together with the Sefer, meaning together with the, the, the letter that Achishverosh is going to write, to tell people to defend themselves, and that they should no longer kill the Jews, he should also, something else. The question is, if it's Esther speaking, Amar, it shouldn't say that he said, Amram, it should say that she, Esther said, when she came before the Melech, Amr, she said. So apparently there's a different meaning here to the Basak. So Amr Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, Narashi changes the gear, so he takes out the words Amr Lo. Amr Yochanan, Ye Amr Sefer. It should be said by people's mouths what it says in the Sefer. And Rashi explains that according to this Girsa, what's happening is the Pasak actually is not what we just understood. The Pasak is actually in the middle of explaining what Mordechai sent. Mordechai sent letters to the Jews all around the world, and the letters said that the Jewish people should continue celebrating every year the Yom Tov of Purim like they began to celebrate then. They should continue celebrating it. And, in addition, they should read in the Megillah, they should say with their mouths what's written in the Sefer, all about what happened, how Haman wanted to kill the Jews, and Esther put an end to it when she came before the Melech. All of that should be read about in the Megillah. And that's what's going on over here. Now the Pasuk goes on to Divrei Shalom Ve'emes. What they wrote down was the words of Shalom and Emes. The Megillah is Divrei Shalom Ve'emes. What does it mean that it's Emes? Am Rabbi Tanchum Ve'amila, Am Rabbi Asi, Rabbi Tanchum, or Rabbi Asi said, Melamidis teaches us, it's Shikha Sirtut, that Megillah needs Sirtut. Sirtut is when you underline each line. They scratch out a line, and on top of that, they write uh, each line of the Megillah. It needs Sirtut Kiamita Shaltara, like the Emes of Torah, meaning like Torah, which is called Emes. So Torah needs Sirtut, and Megillah, which is like Torah, needs Sirtut. Umayim or Esther, Kiam, and the Gemara, Megillah goes on to say, Umayim or Esther, Kiam, that the words of Esther, well, in other words, what Esther said to the Melchach HaShlevesh, that was Mekayim, that ensured that whatever happened, happened, that ensured the salvation of Kali Yisrael. So the Gemara is troubled. Umayim or Esther, and it was the words of Esther, it was what Esther said to HaShlevesh, it wasn't the fasting, meaning to say that's very shallow, to look at 
what Esther said to Achishverosh as being the the source of the salvation. Obviously, it had to do with the Tzamos, the fasting, and the crying out to Hashem. Now, those words of the Divya Tzamos were actually written in the Pasuk right before. Right at the end of the Pasuk before, it says, Divrei Hatzamos V'zakhasam. And the next Pasuk begins, Umaymer Esther Kiyam. So the Gemara explains, yeah, Divrei Hatzamos Umaymer Esther Kiyam. What it means to say is that the words of the Tzamos and all of that, and the Maimur of Esther, that was, was Mekayim, that was what ensured the Nase of Purim. That was Mekayim, you may have Purim. The Pasuk was on to say, Ki Mordechai Yehudi, Mishnah Lamelech HaKashvesh, Mordechai Yehudi was the Mishnah, the assistant, the second one in command to the Melech HaKashvesh, the God of Yehudi, and he was a great leader for the Jewish people, the Ratzu Yehudi, he was wanted, he was accepted, he was desired to most of his brothers. What does it mean, the Rov Not to everybody. Some of his brethren were not so happy with him. Malami, this teaches us, Some of the members of the Sanhedrin separated distance themselves from Mordechai. Why? Because Mordechai was not involved as he was before in learning as much. He was now involved in the, uh, in the government. Now, Amr of Yosef, so Yosef says, you see from here, God will tell him with Torah. Yosef, me atzos nefashas. Talmud Torah is even greater than because initially, if you look in the Psukim where Mordechai is listed with the other leaders, he's listed after four. He's the fifth greatest. And after the Smaiz of, of Purim, he's listed after five. That means he's been demoted. He's not as great as he was before. See, first it says, the ones who came together with Zubavel. Yeshua, Nechemia, Saraya, Re'elaya, and Mordechai Bilsh, and he's the fifth one. But Besovks, when later it says, Haboy means Rubavel, Yeshua, Nechemya, Azariah, Reimaya, Nachmani, and Mordechai Bilsh, and now he's the sixth one. Amr of Yitaim of Rav Shmuel of Marasa, God of Talmud Torah, Yosem, Bini Mesa Migdash. Talmud Torah is greater than building the Mesa Migdash. Why do we say that? She calls Mancha Baruch Benaria Kaim, because as long as Baruch Benaria was alive, Lohi Nicho Ezra, Ezra didn't leave him to come up. Ezra was in Bavel. Kla Yisrael went up. And began building the base of Migdash. And Ezra stayed behind. Ezra stayed behind in Babel for many, many years. And he only came up a year after the base of Migdash was actually built. Why? Because Ezra was there learning from his rabbi, Baruch Benaria. He wasn't able to come up. He was too old. But when Baruch Benaria was in Ifter, that was when Ezra left. So you learn from here that Talmud Torah is greater than Binyan base of Migdash.